Welcome to One Shot, One Life, helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health, and your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot, one shot, one life. Now, welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, broadcasting from the One Shot, One Life studios in the middle of the heartland of America in Lincoln, Nebraska. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Um, and by my side, as always, since the very beginning of the show, is my executive producer, Josh Floyd. Here's the cool thing today, Josh. We're celebrating our two-year anniversary of a show. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's That's been around for so two cool. years. It doesn't feel like two years, man. It no. feels way shorter than that. Well, we're going to celebrate today. Heck yeah. Because uh, I got the champagne on ice. We're ready to <laughs> there rock. There we go. Ready to do it. <laughs> well, hey, what's, you know, for, from your perspective, what has meant the most about producing the show? Uh, so it, I totally intangible. Um, what means the most to me is just the thought of the people that we're, we're able to help. Yep. You know, our shows, the the people out there, whether we hear about it or not, the shows that are touching people's lives and, and helping to make their lives better. And the listeners. It's fun to hear from the listeners yeah. um, how they've been impacted by our guests. I mean, it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, we have so many fun and entertaining guests uh, over the past two years. You know, what we like to do a couple times a year is kind of do like a best of show. And that's what we're going to do today is we're going to highlight several of our guests who have uh, expertise in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health, and our overall hopes and dreams. Um, so marking uh, this milestone in our in our you know existence so far as a show, um, we're going to bring on some great guests. So I want you to buckle up. We're going to have a great time. Now, last week's show was really powerful. We talked about a difficult subject to talk about, which is sex trafficking. And, you know, sex trafficking awareness is really at an all-time high because of the popularity of the movie Sound of Freedom. And, you know, I didn't know much about sex trafficking at all until a couple of years ago when I met uh, our guest from last week, Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name. And here's the stunning thing that just it's heartbreaking. Worldwide, um, there are well over 40 million people that are victims of human trafficking. And in America alone, hundreds of thousands of young girls and women as young as 10 years old are victims of forced sexual exploitation here in Nebraska and where we live. And 200 girls uh, and young women are sold for sex right here in Lincoln every single month. And this is happening all across the country and on all small towns as well. And each of those numbers, here's the thing that's important, each of those numbers represent a little girl or a young woman, a person that has been created by God and who's being abused and exploited. So we have Paul Yates come in last week and talk about their nonprofit, I've Got a Name, and he shared with us the hardcore facts of sex trafficking, the mission of I've Got a Name, the life-changing stories of those that they served, and how we can join them in making a true impact in our cities around this country. Here's a cool thing. They are putting on their very first conference called Connect to Protect that will be held on Saturday, August 5th here in Lincoln, Nebraska, available, available to anybody around the world. We'd love for you to come in. Um, I've heard and seen uh, so many people that have responded to that movie, Sound of Freedom. And the one question that they have is, what can I do? 
Like, what are we going to do about this? Here's a great opportunity for you to do something. If you're a parent, guardian, teacher, coach, business owner, or simply have some kind of interaction with youth, you can attend this conference to get more awareness uh, and to be equipped to protect our youth against sex trafficking. If you want more information about the conference and what they do at I've Got a Name, all you have to do, go to their website, I've Got a Name.org. Um, and if you want to listen to the past episode of that podcast, Josh, how can people he- tune in? You just jump on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and click on a little magnifying glass and you search all all one word, one shot, all one word, one life, and you'll find all of our previous shows right there. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show today uh, by talking about something that we don't talk about a lot of, and that's the ultimate success formula. It really is the core of what the show is about. Um, you know, I work with uh, clients and businesses across the country, helping them identify their top priorities of what they want to achieve. And priorities are vital in people's lives. And most of the time, they should revolve around other people, encouraging, helping, and serving other people. And so I created what's called the Ultimate Success Formula. You can find it and learn all about it in my book, One Shot, One Life. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com or anywhere fine books are sold. And in it, I reveal the five powerful principles that have helped thousands of people achieve great success in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health, and your overall hopes and dreams. Here are just a few examples of what people have achieved utilizing the ultimate success formula. A young couple share with me that they are debt-free now, that they've paid off exactly $131,870 and 99 cents in debt. And that's just over the past four years. Plus, they've saved up an emergency fund as well. Another couple texted me and said, hey, they're finally able to refinance their mortgage. It dropped their PMI by over $500 a month. A CEO increased his company sales by over 45% and saved thousands of dollars in taxes. One husband repaired his strained relationship with his wife, and now they are passionate about what they are doing as a couple. Another woman, amazing woman, after years of struggling, finally got her health and fitness back on track, lost weight, and feels good in her own skin. And the list goes on and on and on. So if you want a great place to start that will walk you through a proven process to achieve success, now's a great time to pick yourself up a copy of One Shot, One Life. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com or you can go anywhere, find books or sold. And um, you can also check out the book at OneShotOneLife.com. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll hear from an expert who has been with us a few times now and has been part of some of the most listened to shows that we've had on One Shot, One Life. Financial expert Michael Krause, along with a couple other guests as we celebrate our two-year anniversary of the show. You are listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One Shot, One Life. Stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life. Well, welcome back to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and we want to welcome our affiliates and listeners joining us on amazing radio stations all across the United States. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, today we're celebrating the two-year anniversary of the One Shot, One Life show by highlighting some of our most memorable guests. We don't have enough time to play every clip of every guest, but if we did... And Josh, I know you and I would. We'd love to be able to do it because Absolutely. all of them have been amazing. Yeah. 
have been so good. And because of the hard work of our team, you can always listen to previous episodes through our podcast. So we're going to start out with this one in the area of money. Financial expert Michael Krauss, who's been a friend of the show, not only that, he was the very first guest we had on back on July 17th, 2021, and he's been on a few times since then. Uh, he provides excellent financial counsel in the one area that most people worry about, and that is money. And debt is something that impacts most people in this country as well, and it continues to grow out of control. In this clip, he talks about the great and proven plan that he has of how to get control of your debt. So let's jump right into debt. So we've talked about budgeting and trying to reallocate funds to have that surplus money. Now we have a little bit of an emergency fund set aside. Let's start paying off some debt. Where, how do we do that? Like, what's the, you know, I have people always saying, well, where do I start? Doug, there's two approaches to paying off debt. And one is the for those nerds out there, which I am one of, right? You look I'm mathematically and say, hey, highest interest rate. I'm paying that off. I'm tired of paying that much. However, one thing we've learned from behavioral finance is that people are not rational, right? right? We're emotional beings. And so sometimes for a number of people, it makes sense to pay off the smallest debt first. I agree. To get some momentum. So you start moving forward and say, I can do this. I can do this. I knocked out that $300 debt. Let me take on the $800 debt. And you begin to snowball those debt payments into each successive one. So I found for the majority of people, even though I lean toward the nerd side, Paying off the smallest debt first generally works a lot faster for the majority of people. I agree, and it works, and it's and it, and it is. There's there's something once you get into it. Although you got to get over the the shock of how much debt you're in, right? You're like, oh, I'm in so much debt. But once you get over that and you start working on it and you start achieving some success with it, it gets exciting. I mean, like you said, we're I'm a nerd too. So I love this whole idea. And as you start working with people and get excited about it, they get excited about it and they start celebrating their successes when they pay them off. That's a a key point. Celebrate. Absolutely. And I think it's important to say here, no matter where you're at and how much debt you're under, it's not too late. Right. You are not broken. You're not dumb. It's not too late to start. Starting now will put you in a better shape for your financial future. So get started. You know, one of the questions that I got earlier this week was, um, when you look at paying off debt and investing, someone said, well, should I pay off debt before investing in something like a 401k? So let's say you're at a job, you're, you've got a 401k, maybe you have some matching going on. Uh, Michael, what's your philosophy in regards of you know debt versus investing at that point? Because if you're looking at this, that this is the average person. You're looking at 20, I'm doing some quick addition here, 20, over $300,000 right here in debt, mm-hmm. right? Just for the average person person in America. So what do you think in regards to paying off debt versus the investing side? One of the problems we have with when choosing to invest versus pay off debt is that the rate of return you're going to get on your investment is unknown, right? right? It's always going to happen in the market, (laughs) especially now. However, most of those debts, we know how much you're paying and it's usually pretty high. So there seems to be a lot more momentum that you can get by paying off that debt the only exception is if your company does offer a match and you right. want to take advantage of that because it's free money. I can totally understand that. It doesn't give me heartburn. But any extra money should not be going to that investment. we got to get rid of that debt because getting rid of that will help you get further faster. If you are interested in hearing more of that interview and episode, check out our podcast. Well, let's talk about relationships. Suicide prevention warrior and great friend of the show, Kristen Christie, was on. Uh, She's the 2018 Air Force Spouse of the Year, 2019 Top Military Influencer, 2020 Remarkable Woman Finalist, 
international speaker and master resilience trainer. Now, she's the co-creator for getting the legislation passed for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline that is 988. And actually, it went into effect about a year ago. Uh, she has a powerful story uh, that's impacting about her losing her husband to suicide, a son who ran away, and a son who tried to take his life by suicide. In this clip, Josh, you asked Kristen a powerful question about how to handle depression, mental health, and suicide. This is a powerful and moving clip. It's not easy to reach out. And I grew up in a home where counseling is expensive. And we don't medicate because we need to man up and we need to, to get over this because medication is a Band-Aid. Medication is almost the easy way out. And I, I think it's very important for people to know that that's not the case. This is either due to an old trauma or it's due to a chemical imbalance. You can't do it alone. You, you, can't, just, you can't just cowboy up and get past this stuff. You need the help of a trained professional. You need the help of, of, of somebody that you don't know that you can call. Because anybody will tell you, oh, it'll get better. Oh, it's just, it's just right now you feel sad. It's okay. You're, you're worth it, which is all good stuff to hear, but that also is a Band-Aid, and you really have to dig into it. You really have to talk to a professional, and that's why I think what you're doing is so important. Yeah, so, Josh, I think we need a new definition for man up and cowboy up. Yeah. We need to say to man up and cowboy up and to get through life, we were not made to do life alone. It, it, it really is borrowing courage from someone. And and making that step to get better where when you can and when you can't do it yourself, be surrounded by people or a person, one person uh, that can help you get through that, that can can carry you through that. And that doesn't mean Uh, you're weak. No, absolutely. It's Mm -mm. it takes courage to ask for help. And it it means you're strong. And I want to say, so HOPE is another acronym. Hold on, pain eases. It doesn't end necessarily. My pain won't end, even if I find my son. And that's okay, because I have people in my life that are the capital E that help that pain ease. But HOPE also means help one person every day. And I want to challenge your listeners today. Help one person every day. Um, and, and sometimes that one person has to be yourself. Mm. Use the 1,440 minutes you have every day and take a portion of that for yourself for, for self-care. Because guess what? Because there's hope for tomorrow, there's power in today. And you have the choice on how you help that person. If you're interested in hearing more of that interview and episode, all you have to do is check out our podcast, One Shot, All One Word, One Life, All One Word. Well, moving on to the area of faith, we have faith expert Josh Luce, great friend of the show. He's a really, really good guy, great husband, um, great father. He also just celebrated a birthday, so we wish him a happy birthday. Uh, he's a perfect person that we've had to bring a real, raw, transparent, non-judgmental discussion about faith, and then to also talk to us about the topic of how to know God's will for our lives, among other things. Um, on this show, we had a raw, transparent conversation and discussion about faith, what it is, how to pursue it, and much more. In this clip, Josh shares specifically of how to know God's will for your life. All right, let's get into then God's will. How, because I've gotten this question a lot, you probably have as a pastor as well, I know in the book we did, um, how do I know God's will for my life? 
Doug, I, I love this conversation. This, this gets me fired up because uh, I think it's a key conversation in life. Uh, and I, I heard somebody say, once you ask the wrong question, you'll get the wrong answer. And so mm-hmm. I think part of it is just looking at the question we're asking. Right. Should the question be, how do I know God's will for my life? Or should the first question actually be, how do I know God's will? Mm. Because as That's people, good. we're often uh, self-focused and self-centered. And so often what we're asking in that question is I have a plan and I want God to validate my plan. I want him to be some kind of genie to make my plans happen. And that's the wrong question to be asking. Mm. What we should be asking if we're trying to find the ultimate purpose in life is, God, what is your plan? What is your will? And then we adjust our lives to that plan. So in that, we've got to just start thinking through, where do I get my information, right? We all operate from a belief system. So I think first step is finding the ways that God speaks to you. So uh, I, I would say the first step is reading the Bible. That's God's word. And so in finding what he wants to do in your life, you would read his words to you. They're, they're his words that are uh, alive through every century. They're, they're unchanging throughout all of history. And so what is the truth that he's asking me? And whenever I find areas where he's asking me to do something, I change and I start to do that. I'm not just reading to get intellectual information I'm actually reading to have an experience with God and continue to follow him in that. So that'd be the first place to start, right? And you can't do that unless you have a relationship with the God of the universe, with right. Jesus Christ. So the first step would be saying, God, I want to have a relationship with you and I want to have an experience with you in a way of knowing what you're asking me to do every day. I think a lot of times we look at God's will as something out there that I have to find and seek. Right. It's something down the road and I hope I don't miss it. But God's will is actually every day as I wake up and surrender my life to him and say, God, what do you want me to do today? And I start to read his word. I start to pray and ask that. I take uh, opportunity to talk with others in the church and listen. And then for those that have trusted in Jesus Christ, his spirit within us will speak to us as well. And some people feel like they've missed out on life. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, ah, God, I'm I'm not good enough. Or they hear the voices in their head from what other people have told them that they're not worthy enough. Mm that God can't use me. Mm. Can God use anybody? I think that's the, the mistake that we come is that we have to somehow have it all together before we come before God. Mm-hmm. But God meets us just as we are. I think also going back to your original question, what's faith, right? right? I would say religion would be, what do I have to do to be right with God? What do I have to do? But faith or trust in Jesus would be, what has he done to make me mm. right with him? And so in that case, I would completely pivot. I would say, I, I'm not really religious. But I am a huge believer in a relationship with the God of the right. universe. And in that, he would meet me right where he's, right where I'm at and show me what he's done so that I can have a relationship with him. It's not based on me being perfect or the mistakes that I've made. It's based on what he's done for me. And again, if you're interested in hearing more of that interview and episode, check out our podcast. Well, it's time to take another break. Uh, we've been having a really great time celebrating our amazing guests here on our two-year anniversary show. When we return, we're going to hear from three more amazing guests in the area of work, health, and our overall hopes and dreams. These are really good, and you're not going to want to miss it. You are listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One shot, one life.
helping you tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and today we're celebrating our two-year anniversary by highlighting some of our most memorable guests. If you missed the first half of the show, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to our podcast. Simply search your favorite podcast platform with one shot, all one word, one life, all one word. And while you're there, you can listen to all of our past episodes. All right, let's keep moving forward in the areas of work and career. We have career brand strategist, Chelly Phillips. She's an award-winning author and speaker who has helped thousands and thousands of people brand themselves and land their ideal job. Now, she's written two books, Get Noticed, Get Hired, and When in Doubt, Delete It. Uh, she has a website that's great where you can get more information, chellyphillips.com. She's also a vice president of communications and public relations in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, she shared with us her incredible expertise and in how to land that perfect job. Whether you're new to the job market or you're an old timer in the job market or just looking for a change altogether with your career. In this clip, she answers one of our listeners' questions about finding a career that you're truly passionate about. That question again is from Michael, and he asked it on Facebook, and he said, I have a close friend, uh, family member who's looking for a job change. The problem isn't she doesn't know, exactly, uh, doesn't know exactly what she wants to do, just something different where there is a better opportunity for growth. How do you help someone identify what opportunities to pursue? So, you know, that, that's a great question. That's, you know, a lot of times what, what you start out doing at 18 may not be what you still want to do at 40. Like, you know, we, we, we're not... Uh, fortune tellers. We don't know what the future holds and what's going to change for us. And so, you know, the one thing I would tell people, there's so many free assessments right now online, whether it's your strengths assessments or whether it even matches you to potential careers and everything. I would say the first step I would do is, is something that she could do totally free is to take a couple of those assessments and see if something sparks interest. Maybe it'll give her an idea of a different path that she might want to take or a different field that she might want to pursue. The other thing is pull your friends, find out what they think you're good at. You know, um, are there particular things that you're doing right now that you enjoy? You know, keep that list running of, you know, I like this aspect of what I'm doing, but this one, not so much. And then, you know, the same thing that we were talking about, even with the college student is if, if you have people that are in certain careers that you're interested in, go spend a day or so with them and see what it's actually like in the office, shadow them if you can, or get them to walk you through. Here is you know, here's a real life day in, day out of what it can be. And then if you're if you're in a situation where maybe it's part time work that you're doing or um, not not a steady type of employment, look at a temp service. And then that way that you can try out multiple different career paths and see which one really resonates with you. Um, and then you're not taking that hit to your your paycheck either because you still have a steady paycheck coming in. But it gives you a chance to explore some of those different different areas that might be available to you. If you're interested in hearing more from Chelly Phillips and all she has to offer, all you have to do is check out our podcast and that specific episode. All right, let's move on to the area of health. Uh, we have a dear friend who comes on the show quite often, Dr. Pat Luce. Dr. Pat's a board-certified chiropractic orthopedic physician, and he's treated over 25,000 patients around the United States and around the world. Uh, he's practiced for well over 35 years, helping countless patients regain their health. Plus, he runs one of the top um, health clinics in the entire country. He wrote a book called Seven Systems Plan. It's a best-selling book, an award-winning book, and you can grab that at Amazon.com or anywhere you buy fine books. 
In this show, Dr. Pat shared his powerful and proven system to get healthy and lose weight. And in this clip, he talks about the best supplements to take to build up a strong immune system. Well, Dr. Pat, uh, Michael texted in asking this question, which, uh, you know, goes right along with the immune system and building it up. What are the basic supplements that you would recommend most people to take on a regular basis, especially here in the Midwest, uh, that can really help us boost our immune system? Are there any vitamins, he says, that have been shown to help with, um, with you know, fighting off COVID-19 or the flu? Yes, there are some studies that have shown uh, with COVID-19, there are some things that are helpful. Studies show something called NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine. It's a supplement over the counter, can decrease the chances of being on a ventilator and deaths in people that have COVID-19 with pneumonia. Vitamin D in one study was shown to decrease mortality 44%. Now that's huge, mm-hmm. vitamin D. And Doug, I, I'm sure you're on vitamin D. When COVID first started, I put out a video on my YouTube channel encouraging everybody yeah. to get on 5,000 IUs of vitamin D per day because it, when I check people in my office, everybody's low that's not taking vitamin D because we don't get sun exposure like we used to. Dr. Pat, you, you know, it was, it was January of 2019. We were at a conference together and we were talking about this and I was talking about, you know, we were right in the middle of the flu season and you were recommending vitamin D to me, which I hadn't been taking extra supplementation for. My wife and I have been doing it ever since and our kids as well. So why don't you again, uh, tell us, like, how much do we take and can we just buy it in a capsule form? Is there a best time to take it when you eat with other foods? What's, the, what's the best way to take it so that we can get the most impact from vitamin D? Because I've also heard that it takes a long time to be on it for your body to actually build up vitamin D within your system. Is that true as well? Yeah, you've got kind of a big storage uh, unit in your body for vitamin D, and it can take months for it to get get up to normal. I kind of like having a blood test on patients so I know the dose to put them on, and if they're very low, I'll put them on a, a much higher dose for a few months to get them up to 70. That's the number in their blood that I like to see. For, for the average adult though, taking 5,000 a day of D3, don't ever take D2, make sure it's D3, uh, that, that's gonna be a safe level. But again, this, is, this would be the single most important blood test I'd encourage everyone to have mm. to see where your numbers are. And the blood test is called 25-OH vitamin D. And most doctor's offices will, will do that. Are there any other supplements then you'd recommend with vitamin D? Well, I, I, for most people, if they're not on blood, blood thinners, I really like a vitamin D3 and K2 combination, those two things together, because D3 seems to work a lot better if it's with K2, and K2 is a supplement you need anyway. Uh, vitamins, uh, vitamin C has been shown to decrease uh, COVID duration as well as zinc. And I think 20 milligrams of zinc is very helpful for everyone, but especially males. The male body uses up zinc every day. So those are the main supplements that I encourage people to be on for their immune system. There's a few others I mentioned in my book for general health, like probiotics and omega-3. 
If you're interested in hearing more of that interview and episode, all you have to do is check out our podcast. All right, let's talk about hopes and dreams. One of the things that most people would like to do is write a book. We had Dr. Kerry Oberbrenner on the show. He's the owner and CEO of Igniting Souls Publishing Agency and also the Ethos Collective. He himself is also a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author. You know, he puts on a conference every single year, and we were actually able to do the One Shot, One Life show live from Columbus, Ohio, in front of the conference audience, which was really fun. Um, Kerry shares his tips on how to finally write that book you've been wanting to write. And then once you've written it, he's really good at helping you turning it into multiple streams of income. So in this clip, Kerry talked about an idea that Josh really resonated with, and that is having passive impact in the lives of people. Uh, I'll tell you what, Doug, if your book's incredible one shot one life love the radio show too uh but have you ever gotten a letter from someone that says dear doug you don't know me but i read your book and it changed my life yeah yeah it's amazing it is there's nothing <laughs> like it yeah i call it i call it passive impact hmm. everyone wants passive income making money while you're asleep what if you could make impact yeah. while you sleep well guess what when you write a book you've created something eternal C.S. Lewis is still changing people's lives, even though he's passed, you know, many, many decades ago. Yeah, it's impacting. And we've got just a couple of minutes in this segment. I want to get back to how, you know, get to, you know, how to earn income from oh, your yeah, yeah. book. Yep. But um, first of all, you know, when people write a book and publish it, the first thought I think most people have is like, I'm going to make millions from this. Mm. Right. And the reality is that's just not the truth. Yeah. Unless you're a big celebrity. Yeah. All right. So once you get published, then the question is, how do I earn income from this? What can I do with that message that I need to get out to the world? Yeah. I think the first thing I encourage authors to, to say is that your book is a medium of impact. And so right there, let's unpack that. Well, if you write a book, you could actually do four versions. Hmm. You could do audiobook, ebook, hardcover, softcover. So yep. right there, there's four ways one message for products and audiobook listeners are very different than ebook listeners that are different than hardcover and softcover. So right away, when you do your book, I would say do four versions. Secondly, you say, you know what? Some people want my book, but then they want the next step. And we teach people that your book is an integrated product suite. Mm -hmm. And that sounds really fancy. All it's saying is that Apple is one of the most valuable brands on planet earth because it has iPhones, iPads, iPods, AirPods, you name it. They all integrate. Well, you should have a book that integrates with other impact and income streams. For example, coaching. Mm -hmm. You can coach around your book. Speaking, you can speak around your book. Yes, even fiction. I have a book called Elixir Project, a teen near future thriller that we turned into a coaching program. You can certify people on your content. You can do workshops. You can do conferences. You can do membership communities. Suddenly, this one product that you created can be consumed in 18 different ways, kind of like water. I mean, you don't just say there's one water bottle and you <laughs> right. have to drink one water bottle. You, know, you could drink water in so many different mediums. It's the same way with your book. Your book is the start of the funnel. It's the start of the process, but then you have an integrated product suite. Now, I only bring people who are experts and have a proven plan. And mm -hmm. the reason why I brought you on is because I have utilized your marketing system with my book. That's yes. how I started. So once we wrote One Shot, then I created an online course. Of course, we had the audio book, the ebook, all that online course, uh, mastermind group coaching, 
right? Oh, yeah. One-on-one coaching that I do, seminars that I put on, now that I, I make money to, from. Now I need to add radio. Now you need to add radio. So 19 <laughs> streams of income, That's right? right? That you Absolutely. So, um, all right. You sure, have a, no, but seriously, that is a good, I like is. that. We're going to put that in there. We are going to put that. Now in. you have a brand new book out. I do. And it relates to this. What's it called and what's it about? Your book is not a business card because many times people say, oh, just write a book real quick. It's just a business card. What do people do with business cards? Chink. Throw them in the trash. Yep. I don't want my book to, to, be, to be thrown in the trash. Uh, business cards change landfills. Books change lives. <laughs> I like that. You like that? That was a good one. I hadn't heard that one. Oh, yeah. You're good, man. Thank you. If you're interested in hearing more from Carrie, all you have to do is check out our podcast and that specific episode. We're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we'll continue celebrating our two-year anniversary by hearing from Caitlin Phelps. Her story and perspective on beating breast cancer at the age of 28 is so powerful. Plus, we're going to hear several other guests' powerful answers to our multiplier question. You're not going to want to miss the wisdom that's coming up next. Thank you for listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One shot, one life. only have one shot in this amazing one life helping you make every single day count this is one shot one life well thanks so much for joining us today on one shot one life we absolutely love having you with us i'm your host doug fitzgerald joined by my executive producer josh floyd if you want to stay up to date on all that's happening at One Shot One Life, I highly recommend that you go to our website, oneshotonelife.com. There you can sign up for our email community of over 10,000 people strong. Each week we'll send out an email. Um, we'll update you on what's happening, shows, past shows, how you can get in touch with us, and even check out more information about what we offer at the website itself. So simply go to oneshotonelife.com, click on the connect. And by the way, brand new information, Josh. We're releasing it today. We have a brand new website design. Yes. Isn't that Fred, cool? The paint just dried. It did, and it's really good. We're still tweaking it a little bit, but but it, we just make it a lot easier for anybody visiting the website to not only hear the show, but to get more information. Oh, so It looks awesome. It looks great. All right, well, today we've been celebrating our two-year anniversary by highlighting some of the most memorable and amazing guests that we've had on the show. And this next guest was one of the most listened-to shows that we had. It's an inspirational life story from licensed mental health counselor and professional Caitlin Phelps. Caitlin recently won her battle with breast cancer at the age of 28, and she shared her powerful and encouraging story of how she walked through it all with the love and the support of so many amazing people within the community. She also shared with us tips from two perspectives, tips to help those who have been given a difficult health diagnosis and how to navigate through it all uh, as productively as possible, and also tips to help people who want to help those who are going through a crisis in their lives themselves, but don't know exactly the best way to go about it. Let's listen in. In the first section, we talked about your journey uh, with breast cancer. For this segment, I know you really want to encourage those who are currently going through their own personal battle with cancer and other um, life-threatening illnesses as well. This doesn't happen to be just with cancer, because I know what you're going to share is, are some great tips. If someone has been diagnosed uh, with an illness, um, you know, because it's all-consuming, like you mentioned, it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, um, where do you think they should start in trying to navigate through it all? 
Yeah, well, first of all, just I'm so, so appreciative of being able to share what helped me get through this, and I really hope it's an encouragement to others. I want to share first, just I know every story is very, very different, and I feel super privileged to be able to successfully navigate treatment and have a successful outcome, but I know many don't have that privilege. So um, I hope that this in- is encouraging um, what helped me, but also want to hold space for others that may not have the same path. So every story is different, and that means every healing path is different, mm-hmm. but happy to share kind of what has helped me through. So obviously, the biggest thing for me was connection. Um, I firmly believe you're not able to navigate such a devastating, life-altering diagnosis without support. Um, you can't do it alone. Um, I'm incredibly grateful to have the support system that I had, and it was just such a beautiful picture for me to have so many leaning in intentionally and not being afraid of doing that. Um, but I knew early on I had no choice but to receive that support. Mm-hmm. And I think that was and could be a very difficult thing to allow yourself to receive help and to allow yourself to ask for help. Um, so I know there could be a temptation to isolate, kind of pretend everything's okay, um, that you're able to cope with everything, but it is, I think, very, very necessary to allow yourself the openness to receive that help and love. Um, I had an intimate group of people that I felt I was able to be very honest with and very um, open with about what was going on for me emotionally and physically and And um, they were so right there, intimately walking through with me, um, constantly checking in on me, blessing me with their presence, um, you know, gifts, anything that would help to comfort me. Can I ask you a question? I had a listener. We were talking about the show and he he said, would you ask Caitlin this? Like, at what point did you feel comfortable with and deciding like when you could actually share the news and with who because right. he was just he was very curious like at what point do you do that right right and feel comfortable with mm-hmm. it because it's got to be difficult even Absolutely. to let people know about it yes so for me it was not a choice on the first day i there was about my family plus probably four or five people that i knew they're going to know about it and um, they're going to be the people that are walking beside me. And so I'm going to let them know today. I did kind of hold that news pretty tight for a while mm-hmm. just because of the emotional gravity that you have to go through the, those first couple of weeks. So I chose to publicly publicly share that story probably three to four weeks after I had been diagnosed because it, it, it gave me the opportunity to get more answers, get more understanding about where I was going, um, because it is very hard to try to explain and keep everyone updated on what's going on. I ended up creating a social media page for people to follow updates, mm-hmm. which was helpful. Uh, so that way I didn't feel like I had to have multiple conversations with people. Um, so for me, it wasn't really a choice. I just knew the first day my family and my close friends are going to know about this. And uh, over the last or the first couple of days, I brought an intimate group of people in. But for me, keeping that news private um, from like the public and many people, I decided to wait for a while just to be able to gain some more answers. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really different for everyone, but um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to hold that on my own in the first couple of days. So I had to bring some people in that were important to me. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about that and you gave me some notes. You talk about that being just connection. Yes. Just vital. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think connection both with your support team, family and friends that you know, and also connection to people who may have gone through it so you kind of can understand and get some knowledge of people that have are either actively fighting it or have fought it and can kind of give that insight and validation of their experience. I got both of those experiences, Mm -hmm. which was really helpful. 
If you want to hear more from Caitlin, all you have to do is check out our podcast and that specific episode. All right. Well, let's close things out with like what we usually close things out with when we have a, a new guest on the show. It's the multiplier question. And it's this. If you knew then what you know now, what's one thing that you wish you'd have known earlier in life that would have made a greater impact on you and those around you? We've got several here, so we're going to get right to them. Here's Chelly Phillips. You know, I, I was thinking about this question and um, the, the thing that I would say is to be a perpetual learner. Uh, you know, the world never stops and technology is changing, jobs are changing, careers are changing, and you have to be able to adapt and go with that. And there's so many opportunities out there right now that you can learn new things. Um, you know, I, you can learn, you know, this is me. And I, I never try to quit learning. And, and right now I'm trying to learn how to play guitar following on YouTube. <laughs> nice. you know? And I can pick out one little song and I'm never playing it live for you ever, Doug. So don't even ask. <laughs> We're going to have you back on the show. So I'm going to test you out for that. <laughs> so, but that's what I would say. Just never quit learning. Always keep that mindset about you that you can always grow and develop. Here's licensed mental health counselor, Karina Mayer. Uh, one that I don't know all of the answers and two, because I'm not supposed to, hmm. like, I don't have to know all the answers. Right. Just like we were talking about with parents, right? We don't have to know all the answers. Yeah. And it's good to have some people to lean back on like yourself to be able to talk to and share and learn so that we can navigate through life successfully. Well, I get those reminders. I'm going to be the first to tell you, like, you don't have it all figured out and that's okay. Let's listen to Caitlin Phelps answer. Well, I think it all comes back to bravery. If you would have told me three years ago that I would have beaten stage three breast cancer at 26, 27, I would have not believed you. Mm -hmm. And I think that this whole experience really um, allowed me to truly believe that I was created with courage and bravery and that um, I can be resilient and I can go through hard things and I have the strength to do that. And that it doesn't have to look like what we talked about earlier, always having it together. Mm -hmm. um, but that bravery and courage, I was created to be mm. brave and to be courageous. And that that looks like um, asking for help. It looks like acknowledging your own strengths and your own resilience and waking up at the beginning of the day and say, I'll, I'll try again today. Yeah. And so I think knowing my bravery and my courage and how I was created to do this um, is, is one thing that has forever changed me. Our dear friend of the show, financial expert, Michael Krause. To live the life of an unhurried soul, to slow down, hmm. not try to get to the next place so fast, not try to maximize my time and efficiency and effectiveness. I am more harsh with my spouse and my kids hmm. when I'm too busy trying to get from one place to another and I miss out on the better things in life. So just learning to slow down, Drive in the slow lane, drive the speed limit, not be in such a rush, and just to be able to enjoy this one life that yeah. we have. And to wrap things up, entrepreneurs Dan Delgado and Billy DeKid. So with my upbringing and the environment that I grew up in, I think uh, one thing that I wish I would have known earlier was that I'm worthy of success. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of limiting beliefs coming from the environment that I came from that you're not going to amount to anything and this is life 
And so I wish I would have known earlier that, that I was worthy of success. Wow. That's good. With me, it's more that uh, to tell myself at that time that everything's going to be okay. I was a happy person for sure, but at times I felt lost, right? And and I would tell myself, dude, everything's going to be fine. Just relax. Enjoy the ride. And and that's one thing that I'm doing now. It's like I have bigger goals now, you know, wherever I'm at in life. The thing is you got to keep keep following those goals and passion and that's how you live otherwise you start dying if you're not doing if you're not pursuing to become better and those goals and passion yeah if you would like to listen to the podcast of this show or our previous shows you can find them on all podcast platforms simply search one shot all one word one life all one word on your favorite podcast service you can also find out more information about the show and other resources at one shot one life.com well, we'd like to thank all of our guests over the past two years and we are really looking forward to the future. And special thanks to my executive producer, Josh Floyd. Until next time, take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count. One shot, one life. Thank you for listening to the One Shot, One Life show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our theme song. Join a mastermind group purchase one of our online courses and more. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now. OneShotOneLife.com.